Welcome to the Marketing God Podcast, where we provide insights and knowledge to assist you in reaching and engaging with more people. Together, as we apply marketing insights to your good work, we hope to help more people know you, turn to you, and ultimately become loyal to God. This is week number seven, and the week's topic is marketing and teamwork. Today, our focus is positioning lives in the mind and works with truth number 18 in the book, Marketing God. Here is your marketing strategist, author, and guide on this journey, Donna A. Heckler. Hello, everyone. Our topic for today is positioning lives in the mind. And this comes from truth number 18 in the book, Marketing God. And the title of that truth is positioning lives in the mind of your audience. Have you ever tried to change someone's mind about something? It is not an easy task, is it? Our opinions are deeply ingrained in our brains. And this is the topic we are going to consider today as we think about our work in marketing. But before we do, let's start with the Bible verse. In the book, we use the Bible verse from Matthew 9 verses 9 to 11 and it reads like this as jesus passed on from there he saw a man called matthew sitting at the tax office and he said to him follow me and he rose and followed him and as he sat at a table in the house behold many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with jesus and his disciples and when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? There are so many great points to make about this Bible verse, but let me call your mind to one critical item. To this day, we reference Matthew as a tax collector, don't we? It does not matter that he wrote a gospel, that he was a great apostle and follower of Christ, all too often we say, Matthew, the tax collector. That is how he is known. It is how he was known initially, and that perception has stayed to this very day. We have referenced this concept before, but today we really want to dive into where your brand lives, where your positioning lives. Much like the idea of Matthew, the tax collector, your brand lives in the mind of those you serve, what they believe you are, what they deem your position or role in their life to be exists in their head. And it's virtually impossible to change that opinion. Matthew being a tax collector is great evidence of that for us. Often our organizations, our teams will encourage us to just get someone to change your mind. Just tell them, oh, we're going to do this now as if it was that easy. But think back to Matthew. He was known for collecting taxes, no matter how he shifted and followed Christ's teaching. In our capacity in marketing and communications, people often encourage us to change the minds of others. They point to various tools. They'll say, just change the logo or change the tagline, do some different advertising, use a new color. The list of what they suggest can be endless. Unfortunately, that is not how it works. True, a new logo or different colors may help someone think, 
oh, there's something different here. But those items are merely symbols pointing an individual towards the brand. Their knowledge, their understanding of the brand is what's in their head. It is based on many things. Critically, how what you have said compares to the experience they have had of your brand, of your parish, of your ministry, of your school. Secular companies try to reposition their brands all the time. They create new graphics, new logos, new taglines. They use different colors. They introduce new products or services. They change the experience. The list is endless. But does it work? Think about Sears. Were they ever able to really change what people thought about them? What about Kmart? Did opinions on them ever really change? I mention these because one thing that secular companies had were really big budgets. Yet despite the budgets, they were unable to change a brand's position. Even with all the funding and money they threw at it. How does this tie to marketing and teamwork, our topic for this week? Well, it ties in a few different reasons. For one, spending time on your brand strategy up front is critical, as we know. One key reason is that then you do not have to worry about repositioning down the road. Getting your team to understand the direction of the brand is helpful. Not only so that they are great supporters, but so they understand that it will be virtually impossible to reposition in the future. Remember Matthew, no matter how much good he did, it was so very hard to change the perceptions that were in people's heads. And that lasts even until today. As you reflect on this podcast, ask yourself, Have you ever been asked to reposition something about your parish or ministry? Did you try? What was the result? And now a word about next week. Next week's podcast, we are going to tackle the idea of leadership and marketing. So we look forward to seeing you then at our next podcast. As we end today's podcast, we have a question for you. Donna is entertaining the idea of continuing the podcast by answering your questions on marketing for your specific organization. The idea, one question a day with about a 10-minute conversation on the issue you are facing. Please let us know if that idea is of interest to you. You can mention something in the comments or in the Marketing God Facebook group or send a message to Donna through her website or social media. Regardless, we are happy you were here today and are glad you listened. Please don't forget to look for the worksheet for today's topic in the podcast link. As a reminder, if you would like to purchase the acclaimed book, Marketing God, you will find it online at your favorite Catholic bookstore or for larger quantities through the publisher OSB.